Hello and welcome to Dependisplaining, a new reimagined Dependisplaining. Right, Jen? I love it. Yes. Yes. So again, I'm Veronica. And I'm Jen. And we are so happy to be back uh, doing another episode. Uh, we are having some Wi-Fi issues on Jen's side because yes, because fucking COVID. Let's just blame it on that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try our best. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I apologize if it jumbles at all or there's any interference. Thank you to my shoddy Wi-Fi that I have right now. Hopefully ha- next week will be better. But you have Wi-Fi. Yes. That's thankfully. What and I want to apologize because they're trimming my bush. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear the whatever tool they're using and they're coming around our hedges, I should say, on my bush. But they were going around <laughs> yesterday. Kyle's been complaining about him for like a week now. He's like, they're out of hand. They should come around and do it. And we saw them yesterday on one side of the street. And he's like, maybe they'll come around. And I was like, we're going to go for a walk. And I was like, do you want me to? leave a sign be like please stop and trim my bush it's out of control <laughs> and he's like he's laughing don't do that also my children are currently yelling at each other or laughing oh, yeah. or laughing i don't know which one it is either way i, I don't that. yeah either way i don't like it <laughs> it's all right because you know what this is life and here we are because because we COVID. do this on our own and that's what you get for not having a studio okay people (laughs) (laughs) we can't afford it jen we can't can't even be in the same country so come on but our listeners can help us with that if they rate and subscribe please send us your messages send us anything send us your money (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um no, if you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at dependusplaining at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we always want to hear from you guys. It really does help us um, when you rate and subscribe or send and leave us comments. Yes. Uh, yeah. The more traffic and the more um, just acknowledgments that we get, we, you know, we get out there, we've we get more publicity on it. We get more people to see it. And that does more than you can even imagine. You don't even, money does not have to be involved in any of this, which is great. All you have to do is rate, subscribe, comment, and share, 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 share the heck out of it. It's mostly for our ego. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that too. That helps a lot. (laughs) No, and to put out the information that we are putting out for you, share with other dependas yes yeah we would be absolutely so grateful for that because we love when we see that we have helped somebody out there you know it's we get those comments uh every now and then that are just like oh i'm so glad that i listened to this episode it's exactly what i needed i'm going through this right now or i'm about to go through it so yeah that is what our goal is I want to give a shout out to our lovely Georgia Peach Allison and her partner Amanda. She sent me a picture the other day of Allison drinking Apothic Dark, which I'm always advertising on the podcast, even though they are not our sponsors. But we wouldn't be opposed to them being our sponsors or just sending us a free bottle of wine. But 
Yeah. So I, <laughs> they have become fans of that wine because I keep talking about it. Nice. So hi, Allison and Amanda. Hi, ladies. Jen, it is so hot here today. It's going to be like in the 90s. I'm in the podcast room that doesn't have air conditioning. I can't turn on my fan just for the to avoid the noise. And I am sweating. That's not fun. I am so sorry. What is going on there? I don't know. We're supposed to have a heat wave like until next week. And, and by heat wave, I mean like 80s. So it's oh. nothing. It's nothing for you guys that have air conditioning and have somewhere to escape. But here in the UK and in Europe and I guess many other parts of the world, we don't have air conditioning and it's it's horrible. <laughs> It's, yeah, it, yeah, it gets pretty hot. And also my car doesn't have air conditioning. And like yesterday, I had to run to the grocery store. And it was like at the hottest time of the day. And Kyle's like, you have to go because I have an appointment to get a haircut at 3.30. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die in the car. It was horrible. As soon as I slowed down a little bit, like I wouldn't get that breeze from the windows and I would just boil in the car. But then the grocery store was completely empty because nobody's trying to shop at that hour. It was so hot outside. And they have air conditioning at the grocery store. So I did quite enjoy my grocery trip. Yeah, that is the one perk there. I know. remember them having air conditioning and that was yeah, so nice to get out of the heat from. Yes, yeah, because it it's pretty bad right now. Yeah, that's insane. It's, I mean, it, it's hard to imagine, you know, when you have air conditioning, it's really hard to understand what the heat is like you can be outside in it but then you get the break with being inside and you have air but right. in england no there is no break and it is no absolutely freaking miserable and especially when you want to go to sleep no <laughs> yes we i mean we do have a portable air conditioner in our bedroom that lets us survive at night even though my husband complains the entire night that it's so hot i was like and i'm in like you know, sweatpants and long sleeve. <laughs> Not that drastic, but it's pretty, it's pretty warm. Yeah. Yeah. With no break. Yeah. It's not, it's just not enjoyable at no, all. No, no. <laughs> Jen, I'm so excited for today's episode because it is a reimagined uh, new, it's a new Dependus planing and I can't wait to hear what you got. I know. I'm so excited. Um, do you want me to go first then? Yeah. Right. Well, as we told you before, we are now reinventing the podcast a bit. So without further ado, I will get straight to the murder story. So yeah, disclaimer for anybody who doesn't like true crime and is just here to listen to the dependesplaining part of it, I do have something after Jen tells her story. So just keep pushing that 15 second skip ahead if you're not into the true crime. Yes, yes, yes. Listener discretion is advised. So All right, let's go. All right, so... My story is uh, murder on Anderson Air Force Base, Guam. I've been there. I've been there. Yes, you have. I yes. used to live there. Yes, you did. We know. And if you go back to, I can't remember which episode it is now, but you I go back. It. Yes. Veronica did a wonderful highlight on Anderson Air Force Base and Guam as a whole. 
So if you need to know about Guam, go back and listen yes. to it. Yeah. I'm probably it's somewhere back there. Okay. We'll find it and we'll plug it in. Yes. So you won't miss out. All right. So I got all of my information together from stripes.com, airforcetimes.com, ksla.com, and shreveporttimes.com. Okay. I just want to let everyone know first, um, Dependence Planning, the podcast, is not associated or endorsed by the DOD or military branches in any way, just so you know. These opinions are our opinions, and this information is just what I found online. Okay. Here we go. So on March 27, 2018, just two years ago, A1C Bradley Hale, who was only 20 years old, was found murdered in his temporary lodging room on Anderson Air Force Base. A a sweet mate, senior airman Charles Jordan, said he woke up to screams which he then went through a shared bathroom into Hale's room where he saw A1C, which is Airman First Class, Isaiah Edwards on top of Hale. On top of him? On top of him. So, like, Hale was Hale was laying on the ground and Edwards um, was, it didn't say if he was standing or if he was sitting, but he was over top of him. Okay. So, Edwards was Hale's roommate in the temporary lodging facility. Security forces was called and investigation was started. The next day, A1C Edwards was in custody for murder. Both of these airmen were stationed at Barksdale Air Force Base, which is in Louisiana. Oh, so they right? did, yes, it's in Louisiana. Did, so they both knew each other then from that, from Louisiana? Yes, they were both okay. uh, from Barksdale, um, but they were Deployed, or another term is just on a long TDY um, to Anderson Air Force Base in Guam. They were part of the B-52 maintenance squadron and assigned to the second maintenance squadron on Anderson as electronic warfare uh, warfare journeymen. I I have no idea what that is, but it sounds fascinating. (laughs) I believe... Barksdale is like the home to like bombers and stuff, mm-hmm. or at least or at least a headquarters to it. So these, yeah, what are these B fifty two planes? I'm really not familiar with airplanes, right, at all. But yeah, they were so they had gotten deployed to Guam at this time because there was um some heightened uh security measures being taken. Uh, place in the Pacific because of the threats that were coming from North Korea at the time. Okay. So they had a lot of people that were deployed over to uh, the Pacific areas for that reason. So that's why these two um, in this story are there. So Airman First Class Hale was found with three fatal stab wounds to his neck, along with many superficial cuts. It didn't say where on his body, but somewhat close to his upper body Okay, is kind of what they hinted at. At Edwards' court-martial, he testified he had stabbed Hale in self-defense, claiming Hale had grabbed Edwards' Edwards's knife during a fight, and Edwards 
worried he would be stabbed, wrestled the knife away, and then stabbed Hale. Stabbed him instead. <laughs> yeah, right. Stabbed. And then stabbed. Yeah. Lots of stabbing. Stabbed them. Makes um, sense. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. weird. Um, yeah, so he basically was just worried that he's claiming that the guy who he killed, they were in a fight one night and that he had grabbed the knife and then, you know, was threatening him with it. And so he was like, no, I'm and wrestled it away. And then that just, no, you don't just wrestle a knife away and kill somebody. Come on, people. You wrestle it away and then fucking get out of that room immediately and call for help. Yeah. Not not be like, well, I'm just going to stab you because you threatened to stab me. Right. I try to detain him in some way and see if you can get. Obviously, there. Yeah. Obviously, something could have happened if the sweet mate was able to get into the room. Yeah. Especially if it's multiple stab wounds, like it sounds he had. Yes. Right. Three. Yeah. Three fatal to his neck. Oh, yeah. No, that that sounds very intentional to me. Yes. Um, So prosecutors came back by saying the attack was unprovoked and that Hale had suffered cuts to his hand consistent with defensive wounds. Self-defense, yeah. 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 So they're saying that Edwards' story is completely BS, bullshit, crap, not even right at all because Hale has defensive wounds to his hand like he was trying to block (laughs) Block the knife coming at his neck. Right. <laughs> um, airmen who were deployed with Edwards and Hale testified that there were some disturbing responses from Edwards uh, on a conversation on whether they would kill someone. So shop talk that they've had in the past. You know, oh. everyone goes, you know, you have weird conversations sometimes. Especially, mm-hmm. you know, we, we do. We talk about murder and serial killers all the time, and so. But we never, we've never discussed how to kill a loved one, and. No, what? so yeah. what they're saying is they kind of talked like, you know, would you ever kill to save somebody, or would you, you know, oh. talking about would you, would you be able to kill somebody? And people were saying like, well, yeah, you know. To save, like, a loved one, save a family member, save a friend, you know, if I had to. Sure, okay. But the shop chief, a tech sergeant, recalls Edwards um, saying, I think I could kill. And then said, I think I could kill Hale in the middle of the night. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just confess, I plan on killing him already. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. This was said about nine months before uh, he actually did kill Hale. Um, the tech sergeant recalled Hale hearing this statement, and then Hale took it as a joke and threw his hands up and said, and I couldn't do anything to stop it. They laughed it off, and pretty much the conversation ended after that. What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Weird. Weird. So the defense... Uh, during his court martial, was quick to point out that the tech, the tech sergeant had withheld this information for nine months, to which the tech sergeant stated he was very remorseful for keeping this information, but feared a bit for his safety had he shared what was said uh-huh. and 
like it could have been prevented or something. But I mean, if that's what the discussion was, if that's the conversation they were having, how would they have been able to predict this was going to happen? Right. I mean, that's the thing. Unless he was having some sort of behavior issues where he was showing signs of of uh, possibly harming somebody. But other than like the the shop talk, let's say, that they were talking or they were discussing, it sounds like it went in line with that. So, Right, exactly. And so it, it's hard to say like, yeah, that's kind of like a – it's kind of like a direct threat, especially because he's – they're roommates together. They're assigned – they were assigned to the same room and he happens to call out Hale. It's, you know, it's a little disturbing. So obviously the defense is going to use that against um, the tech sergeant when he testifies, but he, the tech sergeant was just kind of, he was a little worried about his safety. Had he shared um, what was said, Um, Mm -hmm. but he knows that because of his, his rank and everything that he should have done his due diligence and said something at least, whether it brought anything up or not, he still should have said something. Right. Okay. But I mean, it happens. It's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that gets withheld, you know, there's a lot of stuff people don't want to talk about. So it's, you know, Mm -hmm. people are like, well, it's not a big deal. There's no need for it to be, you know, brought up. There's no need for that. So, Right. And then in hindsight, in hindsight, later on, it's like, gosh, these were warning signs just with any other, you know, murder that's happened. And it's like, in hindsight, yes, I should have seen the signs, but nobody knows. Right. Exactly. Especially if they've never done anything out of character like that before. Mm -hmm. You just don't, you can't predict what that, that could happen. I mean, in one article, it said something about the airmen that were deployed with Edwards. They knew him to have nunchucks and be skilled at using them or something. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> there Sorry. were no nunchucks in this incident. So <laughs> yeah, that has nothing to do with it. No, <laughs> it's like, yeah. that's strange. But I mean, it's, it's, it's hard if there weren't really signs of him acting a certain way it's you just don't know that this could happen you know Uh who knows so in january of 2019 uh almost a year later a panel of seven air force members convicted airman first class isaiah edwards to 35 years of confinement and he was dishonorably discharged from the military Mm-hmm. Hale's family was grateful for the conviction, but thought he should have gotten life without parole. Hale's father stated, I don't feel he should have any less time than my son, because my son does not get to live to see everything there is in life. Which right. I thought was just absolutely touching, because it's so true. It's so unfortunate that right. anything like that happens to somebody, and you... Yes. How does that... You know, you just take somebody's life. He was 20 years old. Like, that's just crazy. So young. This is how I feel about anybody who takes anybody's life, um, uh, a premeditated murder, is that when a judge gives them what I would feel is a not enough, not enough justice, their sentence is not long enough. It's like, 
and they try to justify it thinking like they they can they can rehabilitate themselves in prison it's like no because this person took away somebody else's life and they don't deserve one they don't deserve to have a life i'm sorry that's just my take on it and they don't deserve to have a life it's like how can they go on living and this family that has lost a loved one is still suffering and has a hole in their heart for the rest of their lives. They'll never get to see their loved one, you know, grow and, and develop into, an, into, you know, an adult or whatever. And it's just so sad. It's not fair. It is. No, it's not. That's the thing. It's, it's so unfair. And like, yeah, I mean, I don't blame the family for being upset and wishing, you know, a longer sentence on mm-hmm. on their son's murderer because that's, I mean, he took a life and that, I mean, he can't get any of that back. So why does he deserve to have any time back in mm-hmm. his life? Because 35 years, they said he was about 22 now once he got convicted. So he'd be like in his 50s, 57. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that's crazy. I mean, just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Hale's mother stated he was am- he was amazing. Speaking of Bradley Hale, nothing short of amazing. Barksdale Air Force Base released a statement following the conclusion of the trial. Our thoughts remain with A1C ha- A1C's. Ha- oh my goodness, words. <laughs> Our thoughts remain with A1C Hale's family and his unit as they continue to cope with the tragic loss from this incident. This statement read, Losing any airman has a profound impact on families, local communities, and the Air Force mission. Mm -hmm. Very professional. Nicely put. It's true. I mean, anytime, you know, a unit loses somebody, it's very hard to move on and replace that person it's yeah i can't imagine and then factor in that it was a senseless death uh at the hands of his his fellow his fellow airmen yeah just yeah it's not you can't even understand it can't understand what's happening there and how it happened yeah and that's the thing there isn't a lot of information on motive or you know why this happened you know what the what the problem was it it doesn't go in into any details not that i could find at least right of why he you know were they fighting i don't know have they you know fought before and you know they're just terrible roommates together i don't know right but his so claim- that just makes it hard but his claim is that he came at him with a knife that hale came at edwards with a knife yeah was the knife did it belong to Hale or Edwards did it, it was Edwards that? yeah it was Edwards knife and Hale came at Edwards with his knife yes okay that's what he claims but hmm. uh, just the autopsy and everything the evidence um with the cuts on his hand and everything prove otherwise that there's no way that he was coming at him that Edward Edwards wrestled away the knife and then proceeded right. to stab him in self-defense. Like that's just not. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Oh, wow. It was crazy. I just thought it's a, 
not a whole lot, but it was right to the point and mm-hmm. right to the story. And at least there's justice for what has happened. And right away, I was surprised how, you know, right away they were able to come back and um, arrest him the next day. Right. Now, because he's claiming self-defense, I'm trying to see if there's any way it really was self-defense because it's like, okay, he's probably in lodging. Those rooms are small, so he doesn't have much room to move around, but also he can bolt out that door, right? So it's like, and they found him over his body. So it's like- yeah, the sweet mate came and saw him standing, yeah. standing or being over top of Hale's body. Okay. So if like, let's say if it was self-defense and you wrestle the knife out of this person, I feel like they would both have injuries from it. Right? Right. De- defensive wounds. Um, he Edwards were, would also have him on his hands, possibly anywhere else on his body. And then... Same for Hale, which he did have defensive wounds on him, but also stab wounds. And it's like, why did you feel the need to stab him so many times in the neck? Like, yeah, three times, three times is a lot. Like that to me is excessive. (laughs) It's excessive for someone too much for someone who's claiming self defense, anyways. If you're trying to get away from somebody, okay, I can, I can see it where if you're you're wrestling away the knife and maybe you go to stab them in a way to slow them down uh not necessarily the neck because that just i don't know i that's not the first place i would even think i don't know think like a leg because then they can't really run yeah yeah like a a leg (laughs) get out of there yeah or or yell help (laughs) i don't know because so, obviously you're gonna have neighbors and lodging help right now yeah right I mean it, it was in the middle of the night but obviously the sweet mate heard so he could be over there you know within minutes and yeah. an article did say that the first responders had to break a window in order to get into the room because the door was locked mm-hmm. so I don't know if that even if that matters much but I mean it was at night so your doors are probably locked because you should be sleeping, but right. Or he locked yeah. them with the intention of doing exactly, that. exactly. So I mean, it could go any way, any way you you put it. It yeah. is murder. <laughs> because I mean, when you're on base, I don't know about you, but I always feel safe. I always feel safe, and I I don't ever remember locking our door when we were in Guam. When we were there, other than when we would leave to go to work or something. So, because we felt relatively safe on base. So, I don't yeah. see. I mean, that's just my logic, but, you know. I mean, I that's I feel the same way. I mean, I wouldn't feel the need to lock my doors, you know. But it's, habits are habits, too, so. Right, yeah, and that's, and that's fine. I mean, yeah, because... I don't, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. Some people are really, you know, they lock their doors all the time. Some people don't. Depends on where you are and how safe mm-hmm. you feel. So, I mean, to each their own, but yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. You lock your door so nobody can get in. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so senseless. Yeah. 
It really was. That's what the whole, that's how it seemed at least. It was just completely out of the blue. There just didn't seem to be any reason whatsoever. I mean, A1C Hale seemed like such a nice guy. He had nothing, not doing anything wrong, just and so young wanting to serve. (laughs) So young. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that was great, Jen. Thank you. Thank you. That was awesome. And it's so re it's so recent too. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, obviously I wasn't in any of the areas to hear about it, but I'd never heard Yeah. About that one. So to hear it to be so soon, just a couple I mean, he got sentenced last year, so mm-hmm. his twenty twenty probably sucks too. Yeah, well. We're all in this together. Except you're yeah. in prison. Where you should yeah. be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So good luck with that one. Yeah. And your nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for reference, episode 37, Unaccompanied Tours, is where we highlight uh, Guam in general, Anderson Air Force Base, and the Navy Base. So if anybody uh, wants to listen to that, and so we kind of know, get a feel for Guam. Perfect. Thank yeah. you for finding yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so let's roll with that and talk about TDYs because a lot of people don't know what a TDY is, myself included. For the longest time, I had no idea what it meant. I didn't know the difference between a TDY and a deployment. I thought they were exact same fucking thing. I didn't know, Okay. So <laughs> let's let's talk about this. This is a great intro for those who are uh, related to somebody serving um, a significant other or a newly minted dependa. So I'm going to explain what a TDY is. Now, for us being Air Force dependents, we know TDY stands for temporary duty travel. Um, I had no idea what a TDY was. I thought TDY and deployment meant the same thing, and it took me a while to figure out that it actually does not. So this will be for, you know, everybody who was in the same boat I was. Yeah. So TDY, temporary duty travel, or TAD, temporary additional duty, which Marines and Navy use that term, and then also TDI, temporary duty instructions. So that's what that means if you ever hear these um, terms. So members and civilian employees, they travel for work. That's what it is. Typically anywhere from two days to 189 days, which is your extended TDY. In a TDY, you usually get per diem, meaning that your lodging and your meals will be compensated. The money is allotted depending on location of your TDY. So you're guaranteed this money versus a deployment where everything is already provided for uh, for the service member. That's thus the lack of per diem. So because the money is guaranteed, service members many times can make money from going TDY, right? You And I'm just going to refer to it as TDY. Sorry if I don't say TAD or TDI. I was just going to say TDY. You have to be smart about it, right? And you have to be cheap when you do this, if you want to make money from it. Or you just put everything on your government travel card. And then when you get back from your TDY, they will pay, the government will pay for 
the money that was on the credit card. So it's a credit card that pays for the expected things like food, lodging, and other incidentals. Don't go shopping for souvenirs. No. <laughs> there are restrictions. Yeah. I'll give you an example of that. Um, so my husband told me about an airman that went gambling with his government travel card or his oh, GTC, no. as we call it. Yeah, and racked up quite a bit of money on there. And obviously, oh. that was not included in the package deal. So <laughs> he got in a lot of trouble, got kicked out. But that was probably what he was looking for. But that's a that's big. Like, don't do that. Um, you can pay for, like, for example, Kyle gets one when he goes TDY. And he pays for his food. Sometimes if they allow a rental car, they don't always allow a rental car, but sometimes in some cases they do. It pays for your flights, um, food, lodging, and some expenses that might occur like a cab or whatever. Uh, so, But you could also be placed in a furnished apartment where a washer and dryer and kitchen are available so you don't have to pay for anything other than the food that you cook. Some government agencies consider any assignment over 45 days an extended TY, which allows the employee to be reimbursed for part of the expenses before the end of their assignment. So after those 30 days that they have been TDY, then they can apply to have uh, their, their expenses reimbursed while they're still there. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I thought they just got the lump sum when they came back, which, I mean, it's an option. Yeah, you can do, probably so, do either. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it's, yeah. you can do whichever works best. Yeah, so when you get, like, your, your per diem for wherever you're going, it depends also on the location you're at. So some places are going to be more expensive uh, than others, and they allot you that certain amount of money for the day for your food and whatever other expenses you have that set amount but the service member can make money from that if they are cheap about it you be like well they gave me this amount of money to eat but i'm just gonna stick to tuna and crackers yep. for the day yep. and make money because that money is already coming to me right and other others will be like well fuck it i'm gonna go out for lobster because that's enough for a lobster for every day while i'm <laughs> treat yourself <laughs> Treat your sale. Yeah. <laughs> um, so TDYs are usually uh, designated for like school, additional certification programs to help out with staffing, training, and manpower, or like preparation for deployment is a common one. Um, now, your husband, well, I'll say this the Air Force is notorious <laughs> for putting. <laughs> Putting up their service members in some sweet accommodations, right? Oh, my Lord. Yeah. This has become a joke among all of the branches, including the Air Force themselves. They recognize it, that it is true. Ask Dave. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know anything, just ask my husband. He stayed at some of the most amazing places and has the most... Just, just had the most amazing times at some of these places he went to when at his last yeah. at our last station it was just insane and I hate yeah. him a little bit <laughs> well that has to do also with their job you know and Dave is in a position where he probably needs to do 
meet with really important people, talk about important shit, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, sure. Them, in in yeah, a room, them. come on. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, the important people have the funds to go to the, this other place, and they're like, hey, yeah. I will meet your staff at this hotel. So then the staff, i.e. Dave, has to be there. Right. So they provide him with these wonderful accommodations and the per diem because obviously Greece is not cheap, people. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, poor him. He had to go on a week-long TDY and it was so terrible that he only worked half a day every day and uh, had to walk out yeah. cool from his room, you know. Oh, poor, poor Dave. Guy. Such a rough but don't, life. <laughs> yeah. But don't think everybody's like that. Because let me tell no. you, Kyle hasn't been as lucky. He doesn't get to go fun places with his career. <laughs> Kyle, and he'll tell you every time, he gets to go to like San Angelo, Texas, which is Woo! where they have <laughs> where they have the fire school. And so he gets to go there, and he's like, "There's nothing. There's nothing there." And I was like. Babe, you're in Texas. Enjoy that Tex-Mex, right? We love Tex-Mex. But he's like, there's nothing there. <laughs> there's nothing there. <laughs> a prop plane has to deliver you to the airport in San Angelo. That's what oh, it feels like. Oh, goodness. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, he's done other places. I think the funnest one he has done was probably he did like a Chiefs conference in, I want to say Atlanta. I could be wrong. Somewhere in Georgia. But he was sending me pictures of him, like, at the Coca-Cola factory. <laughs> and I was like, aren't you supposed to be working right now? And he's like, some aquarium. And he was having a good time there. So, yeah. No, so, yeah. I just thought I'd cover what a TDY or a TAD or a TDI is for, like I said, a newly minted dependa. So they know what their spouse or significant other is talking about when they're like, I have to go TDY to this place and I get per diem, which is, you know, the allotted amount of money that you're going to get per day to be able to eat and survive and your lodging and all that stuff. So, yes, it's yeah. honestly, it's not always that great. My husband went to some really cool places. It just was dependent on the job he had when we were in England and mm -hmm. that's it because he's gone on TDYs before back when we were stateside and they were just the most boring places you could go. And that's typically right. what it is. There are people that get some pretty sweet gigs like Guam or I don't know where else. Like, is there anywhere else like super fancy they can go on a TDY that, you know, I of? mean, Anywhere. I mean, I mean, Kyle's been to Florida. Granted, he had to stay in like tents for yeah. his training. But still, I mean, he was I think he was like near the beach and stuff. And yeah, that's that is nice. Sweet. That seems nice. Yeah. 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 I mean, you. that's the thing, though, too. It, it sucks that they have to go and it depends on how long they have to go for. Sometimes uh, my husband would go for mm, you know, a few weeks, even when we were stateside, he'd go for three, four weeks. So right. it, it sucks, but I mean, they get to see some pretty cool places that, you know, I mean, other, you know, otherwise they probably wouldn't, you wouldn't even think to go. Yeah. We have a friend that's going to Curacao. Curacao, not the drink, the actual fucking island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's going there. He's going to be there for a year. So it's his one year tour. Uh, but it's yes. like, 
you're gonna go to Curacao like that's that doesn't sound rough at all other than the part where he has to be away from his family but Mm -hmm. yeah that's an actual one-year tour yeah that's cool but yeah I don't I haven't heard any interesting TDYs from Kyle ever he always goes to the same places for pretty much the same thing and other than him being able to go back stateside and bringing us back stuff that we don't have here (laughs) that's good that's I mean you know it, it it's there for them they get a little trip whether it sucks or not you know yeah sometimes mm-hmm. they have to sleep in tents and I feel really bad <laughs> I don't feel bad at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sucks for you enjoy it it's yeah. David used to always say he's like yeah he's like oh I, I'm like yeah you oh poor you you have to go stay in a hotel away from everyone and sleep in a giant bed all by yourself with tv and everything he's like babe it gets really boring and I'm like I don't want to hear it okay yeah is it quiet yeah do you get to watch tv uninterrupted without having to fetch snacks other than for yourself exactly that sounds like a vacation yeah yeah that sounds like a vacation to me I don't know what you're talking about oh yeah so sad sad. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I know Kyle I mean he gets to sleep outside of the house every other day in his own room with TV. And I, he's always complaining like, oh, I didn't sleep very well. And I was like, really? I would sleep like a fucking log if I were you. I don't know what you're talking about. Right? <laughs> yeah. All by yourself? Yeah, exactly. He's right across the street. Like, he's not that far away from home. But I guess... I think with him being at the fire station, he's like, his brain is on alert thinking like any minute now we're going to get a call. And so he's like, he thinks probably like, what's the point to fully fall asleep if I'm going to be woken up in just a few hours? Yeah. Yeah. Which was, yeah, that was my mentality when I had newborns. Yes. Kids were newborn. I was like, why am I falling asleep? I'm just going to have to get up in a few hours to feed these monkeys. Uh, So stressful. (laughs) Yeah. But he slept through that. He slept through this, <laughs> through the crying babies all the time. So I don't see why you couldn't. Mm-hmm. You couldn't just fall asleep at the fire station. I don't get you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> you make no sense, Kyle, at Never, all. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Uh, well, that was good because I liked learning. I mean, I've no, I've been through TDYs, but knowing about more about them and I didn't know of all the different acronyms or is that what they're yeah. called? Is that, is that, yeah. I use that right? <laughs> yeah. Um, the deployments are different in the sense that they provide you, I mean, first of all, the mission's different um, and then they're providing you with the lodging already and the food, right? Because you, um, I don't know, but like I know when Kyle's been on deployment, he has his own little trailer. Well, not his own, but he shares it with a couple other people, trailer. And then they have like a defag, which is your facility where you can go get your food. Yeah. So a little cafeteria style. They have that all provided for them. And they have nowhere else to go. They have to stay on base the whole time. Um, but he he does get hazard pay. So that is a little bit more money. Yeah. Yeah, that we haven't seen a deployment in years, years, Jen, 
years. It's nearly a decade. And that's usually the time a military spouse starts to uh, get a little stressed of the fact like, I know this is going to be coming up soon. I mean, you yeah. did almost have to go through it, but... I mean, yeah, thankfully you didn't, it would have been, I mean, I'm sure it would have been a cool experience and everything too. And it, you know, it's, you, you take it day by day, but you, it's just like, you know, it's like, it's gonna, it's coming, it's coming again. Mm -hmm. I just, I know it. <laughs> I know it. Yeah. So he, he was supposed to leave in October. We were really excited for his assignment because it was going to be near ish by we would still have to fly to him and we could fly to that country where he was going to be at. Um, and then we could just meet outside of his base, wherever he was going to be at. So we were super excited for that. We were looking forward to it. I was like, we'll be able to visit you a couple times while you're there. His, it was going to be a six month deployment. Um, so we were excited about the possibility of visiting him, but then it got canceled. And now I'm thankful that it did because he would have, been due to come home in April this April which it was like at the height of COVID yeah and he probably would have got pushed back quite a bit yeah so that that would have really sucked um just like it sucks for a lot of the deployers that left in January in my husband's uh department um They've, they, they're on their way home now, or they were already here. I'm not sure. I don't have all the info, but they should have been home a couple months ago, but they got pushed back because of COVID. So I think Kyle would have been in that same boat by himself though. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least he, he wouldn't have had any of his, his coworkers with him because he was going to do this deployment on his own. So I'm yeah. thankful for that. Yes. Thankfully. Yeah. Thankfully that didn't go through because yeah that would have really been a crappy time to yeah to yeah. be there and then trying to come back yeah no way especially knowing that he was so close that he was so close and we couldn't do anything for him and yeah right so, but yeah. but he's here and we got to spend so much time with him because you know he was working less so it was really nice to have him home more often and now he's working so much more and yeah. I asked him, I was like, hey, can you take, can you take an extra day during the week so we can take, I think I was like, take the kids up to Legoland in London or something, right? Because everything's open again with restrictions, but still. And he's like, I cannot take any time off this month or next month. He's like, probably not until October. And I was like, okay, <laughs> planning on it. <laughs> Jeez. I know it's, it's so weird because everything's, there's so much restrictions and so many new rules and regulations and everything with, with COVID, but yet now it's like, I mean, they go back to work as a, if it's like normal, you know, and yeah, it's so yeah. weird. Like they're back on their normal hours, long hours. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of restrictions still. I mean, they still are expected to wear a mask and yeah. take precautions, but knock on wood, luckily no one in his department has tested positive. Um, so we're really thankful for that. And, you know, in the line of work that they do, they come across a lot of people and they've had to respond to medical instances where people might be positive. So they've, they've been very lucky in that sense. And I'm thankful for that. 
And yes. God bless our first responders, as yes. I always say. For real, they're right up there, right up there yeah. in it all right now, too. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, anyone right now, too, who has to be at work in this group setting, you know, it's uh, it, it's scary no matter what. I'm not I'm not afraid of the virus. I just it's you know, it just it sucks. Everything has changed. It's, it's hindering everything. everything. Sucks. Yeah, it's it's yeah. rough. And yeah, I'm scared that it is going to like just burst and go crazy again but hopefully it just we keep it down who knows who knows what's gonna happen we made it to august though we made it to august and we're still alive and we're still kicking yes we're gonna be okay (laughs) (laughs) oh i just want to get out and do something and travel and i'm okay with wearing a mask if you want me to wear a mask i will wear a mask i will wear a hazmat suit if you ask me to like okay i'm i'm fine with that i will be in a bubble i don't care yeah people just wear your mask come on do your part do your part fucking wear the mask (laughs) just shut up and wear the mask Please. It's it's literally not the end of the world uh, it, to wear a mask. My, my kids wear a mask every time we go into a shop or anywhere, and they they don't complain. They just do it because they know they have to, and they just deal with yeah. it. I mean, we all sat on airplanes for fucking forever, it felt like, and we all wore a mask except for when we yeah. got to eat, and then we put them back on, and we were fine. Yeah. We are fine. No, and your oxygen levels are fine. Yeah, you're not gonna. Fine. You're yeah. You're not gonna die from wearing a mask. Like you will probably die if you get COVID. How about that? How yes. about that? Um. Yeah. It really upsets me when I see all these in the states, like all these states that have shut down because of this, because people are refusing to wear a mask and they're protesting about their rights. And it's like, oh my gosh, how stupid are you? Like, put on the mask and just shut up. And they're like, the government's trying to control you. The government owns you. Yeah. They own you. Do you not know this? You have a social security number that tracks, that is being tracked all the time. Your cell phone. How come you don't put down your cell phone? That's being tracked. Everything. But you won't wear a mask? Come on. It's dumb. It is. It's frustrating. And you know what? Just do it so that maybe that we can combat it and finally it will mutate itself like the Spanish flu did and it'll be gone. It will yeah. probably take a while and they will probably have a vaccine, which you, I mean, I would definitely want to go for a vaccine to make sure I don't get it. You just, you never know. You know, I don't know what's going to happen months down the road or years down the road. Mm -hmm. So who knows? But just wear the the goddamn mask, please. Just Just on the off chance. Yeah, just on the off chance that it is helping. Because I do think that it is help, that it will help. But because it's, it's coming from... From inside you it's not your touch dna you're not going to get it from touch dna like that you know it's coming from your fucking mouth and your nose so keep it shut <laughs> yeah oh, yeah people but anyways that's just my rant for today <laughs> <laughs> i just want to be able to visit my family come february time frame when we're getting ready to leave i just want to go visit them you know and California is a shit show right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
It is. I know. Yeah. I I know. That's how we're hoping that we get to go travel over Christmas time and go see family because it's been years and yeah. I would like to go see family, especially, you know, grandparents who, yes, are, are much more vulnerable. I would like to be able to at least see them. I will be yeah. grateful just to be close enough that I can have a conversation. It would be great. Yeah. <laughs> but see, your home state and my home state are the ones doing it wrong. Yes. You're being huge babies. Get over yourselves. Seriously. Just wear the mask and then everyone can get out and do stuff. Yeah. It's that easy. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Hopefully we convinced you then and everything will change because that's how popular we are. I know. We are, okay. I'm very popular. You're so popular. <laughs> Jen, how's uh how's life without your furniture right now? Um it's 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 happening. It's going okay. The beds suck, but we bought new couches. Yay! Yay! There's not a whole lot of options out here, so we kind of went mm-hmm. with the best one. And we, I mean, we like the set, and it, and it was on sale, so you can't get much better than that. Was that just from the BX? Yes. Yeah, it was okay. from the BX. We checked both bases, and we found one here that was the best option, actually. It's not bad. It's like leather. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it works. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so we're getting there. Okay. Yeah. Do you have it at your house already or does it have yes. to? Yes. Actually, they had it in oh. stock, which is like unheard of. So right. we, uh, Dave uh, wrangled up a co- co-worker and we bribed him with a bottle of whiskey to get his truck <laughs> and his help to go pick them up from the BX and drive them over to the house. So yeah. we oh, have couches. Okay. Well, we have our own couches now. We don't have to use yeah. the fmo furniture couches yeah oh well yeah your own couches and they're comfy that's great yeah so a little bit of good (laughs) yeah it's starting to feel like home once you get your stuff and it's like oh my gosh it's christmas and you get to unpack everything so nice oh i can't wait that's gonna be so exciting i uh, i have so many cabinets to fill (laughs) i know right the storage is in on base housing is insane. They just yeah. it's like they know. They know you come unprepared for yeah. for everything. It's like, well, let's just put nooks and crannies everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You just put stuff everywhere. I know we had our housing inspection because we were on quarantine, so we couldn't have it right away when mm-hmm. we moved in. So we had it just this last week. And the guy comes and he's like, Well, do you have any, you know, is there any problems or anything? We're like, I was like, No. I'm like there's so much storage here. There's so many cabinets. I don't even think I have uh, stuff to fill them. And he goes, he looks at my husband. And he goes, are you going to let her fill all the cabinets up? And I was like, no, I'm not getting any more stuff to fill the cabinets. Yeah. I'm fine. Uh, but they're there in case sexist. I need them. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right. That's sexist also. Rude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, so. sir. I don't want any more stuff. Yeah. How about you ask me if I'm going to let him fill it yeah. with his stuff? Yeah. Yeah. You get nothing. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, we, so we're still trying to downsize the house. Nobody wants to buy stuff. That's weird. (laughs) You think they would. Yeah. So I have the couches that are in really good condition. I sold the love seat to them, but I'm like, okay, well, I need to sell. We have a chase lounge. that's huge. And then we have the regular sofa. That's also huge because it's a recliner. And I was like, okay, we can't take these with us. They're so big. I don't want to get stuck with giant furniture in a really small house. And yeah. so I've been trying to sell them and I just cannot sell them. And then, of course, people want you to deliver everything. And I sold my table the other day. We had a dining room table that comfortably sat six people. Yeah. Possibly eight if I had two more chairs. But this table was huge and we loved it. Absolutely loved it. But I was like, can we can't take it with us. It's too big. So I sold it on Marketplace on Facebook and it sold right away and they didn't haggle the price. The only thing was the lady wanted us to deliver it, which I did offer delivery within the local area. This, however, was an hour away. And so I talked to Kyle. Yeah, I talked to Kyle and I said, it's an hour away and she's willing to give us fuel money. And he's like, okay, sure. So we're like, all right. So we drove the hour, we get there. We bring in the table into her dining area to set it up. And she goes, it's massive. And I said, yeah, I told you that in the message. And I gave her all the details, the condition the table was in or whatever. It swallowed up her dining room. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. It was huge in there. There was no room for the chairs. Not to be pulled out anyways. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, my gosh, this is so big. And we're like, bye. We just <laughs> laugh. I was like, what do you want me? I'm not taking this back. Like, you can sell it. You'll probably get more money than what you gave us. You know, yeah. I was like, bye. Sorry, you bought it. Like, we told you how big it was. And, uh, yeah, so our little table that we have right now, it's like, <laughs> it looks like a kid's table. It's so small just because we're so used to our big dining room table. Right. Yeah, but. I was like, this is going to be good for our next duty station because we're going to need to have a smaller table. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> just good. Really funny. That yeah. is so funny. Oh, man. I know. She, well, like, maybe she doesn't know what American furniture is like. We like everything really big. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it had a picture and the chairs, too. And the chairs, I mean, you can kind of gauge from – how big a chair you can kind of gauge how big a chair is and then compare it to the size of the table right and it had four there's four chairs around it and I told her it's counter height it's big it's in this condition blobby blobby she's like okay she did not she didn't ask for measurements I just told her it was big <laughs> her I vision of big is definitely not what uh, it I should have been be. like <laughs> I should have been like American big yeah. Yeah. And even that, it that table is not big in American, no. American standards. No, which is funny yeah. too. It's, oh yeah. yeah. Oh my God. English dining rooms. It's so funny. Everything in English houses are so small. It's yeah. good. Less stuff. I, I like it because you don't have a lot of places yeah. to put things. It's smart. Yeah. Forces you to downsize. Get rid yeah. of shit. Just yeah. get rid of everything. Yeah, you just need a bed and your couch and some eating utensils. You're fine. You'll be fine. You yeah. don't need memories. You don't need memories on the wall. 
No. Memories are burned into your brain. <laughs> yeah. Who needs that? You're fine. Just look at the pictures yeah. on your phone. You're fine. You don't need decorations. They'll judge you on white walls anyway. Right. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Say well. I can't. I can't keep up with the styles right now. I went from like everything teal and stripey to farmhouse to I don't know what boho boho style and I don't know what it is right now. I don't know, but I just know that gray is not leaving still. I'm so over the gray. I was like, I don't like the gray. I don't like the gray walls. I don't like the gray furniture. I don't like the gray. I don't like it. No, it just cracks me up. (laughs) Make it colorful. I like, I like like natural colors. I like wood. I like greens. I do have gray stuff though. I mean, that's fine. Gray goes well with a lot of things and you can add color to it too. It's just the fact of like, I don't need to know that, you know, a gray wall, like, oh, does this gray go with this gray here? What color gray on your wall did you use? And what gray is this? Should I go with this shade of gray or this shade of gray? And it's like, oh, my God. Uh, Pick another color. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) I don't see the difference in grays. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's crazy. Uh Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> that's our that's our uh, our ramble for today. Yeah, um, I am currently fasting, like I to- told you before we started recording. Kyle says something about mental health benefits. Blah blah blah. I stopped listening after a while because I was on Facebook, but <laughs> he was like saying that it's good for you, and I was like, okay, I will try it. I guess one of the other guys at the fire station is doing it and he has claimed great benefits from it, not just weight loss because Kyle doesn't need to lose weight, but he just wants to try it. I was like, okay, I will try it with you. I could afford to lose a few pounds. <laughs> so we, it's alternate fasting, alternate day fasting. So it's like an entire day of not eating, Jen. But it goes from... So I stopped eating last night. I don't know. I snuck in a chocolate probably like at 8 o'clock at night. So I stopped eating at 8 o'clock at night. And I haven't had anything to eat yet. And it is 11 o'clock a.m. the next day here. And I'm not allowed to eat until 12 o'clock tomorrow. That's miserable. Do you get to have coffee? I can have coffee and tea and water. And it said I can have up to 500 calories if I absolutely have to. So like maybe like a like a granola bar or something so I'm just gonna see how long I can hold out before I actually have to put something in my mouth and chew it (laughs) (laughs) because that's what I told Kyle I was like oh I just it's like it's the oral sensation that I'm gonna miss and then I shut him down before he opened his mouth and said anything else after that yeah yeah you knew where that was going uh, he just texted me he's like how's it going and I was like fine and I was like oh he's probably asking me how I'm doing I was like oh so good you know so far so good how about you and he said he's doing the same so he's like I don't even eat at work because I'm so busy and sometimes I find myself not eating till like dinner time so I was like just just don't eat then there you go yeah (laughs) yeah I oh I don't I don't know that I could last that long I I do the intermittent fasting you know but that's hard enough for me like going from eating from like noon until six or seven sometimes until eight 
And then, yeah. yeah, and then not eating again until noon the next day. So that is rough sometimes because sometimes I'm hungry. Sometimes a girl's got to eat, okay? I'm hungry all the time. I love food. I love to put food in my mouth and eat it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know what? I'm I'm all for it. I think you're going to do an amazing job because you're going to put your mind to it and you're going to stick to it and you get water and coffee and you got this. I got water and coffee. We'll see. Get back to me tomorrow and I'll let you know. Um, yeah. I made I made fried tacos the other day. Oh god. Yum. So I made like my own my own um salsa, like really hot spicy one. And then I had chicken from the day before, so I just shredded it. I made tortillas because we didn't have any. So I made them. I made the tacos, I put them in the oil to fry them up, and they were just shut your mouth amazing. Oh, and I made chicken ones and I made uh bean ones, and then I mixed them too, like I made beans and chicken and put some cheese in there they were really good I think we ate like nine each (laughs) I'm salivating right now just thinking about that they were so good yeah so I was like great that that was like my my last meal or something yeah Yeah. and then last night we had like a salad and that's when he was like trying to convince me I was like fine I'll do it I don't want to but I'll do it because I am here for moral support Good for you. That's so nice of you. Yeah, we'll see what my progress is tomorrow. Probably probably, as soon as I wake up, I'll probably be stuffing my face with bread. (laughs) I'll be hungry. You know what? It is, I have to say, it's hard. It's really hard. Um, But I know you have the willpower. I know you can do it. So you you can last through it. I I believe in you. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. Okay, let's put that out into the universe. Hopefully, I do have the willpower. You got it. You can do yeah. it. Just don't get tempted when you have to make lunch for your children. And they it. make their own lunch. Those oh, monkeys. Thank you. Yes, I make them. I just clean up their disgusting mess. <laughs> end up with. Yeah, they make. You know, they love their peanut butter and jellies for lunch. So I let them do that. Sometimes leftovers, but mostly it's peanut butter and jellies for lunch. And yeah. uh, then I go in there and I wipe off jelly off the cabinets on the floor, on the counters, in the refrigerator. <laughs> and then my son likes to take the, the butter knife. It's just caked with peanut butter and jelly. So it's all mixed together. And he just throws it in the dishwasher, whether they're clean or not. And sometimes he'll, like, I have just run the dishwasher and he'll stick it in there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it to him. It's okay because at least he puts it in the dishwasher and doesn't just leave it on the counter anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's it's yeah. the thought that counts. Yeah. Now, if he could only train his father. Yeah, right? Kyle, nice. learn a lesson from your son. Or yeah. Or a few. A few lessons from a few your lessons. son. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He told me, he complimented me the other day, my my husband, Kyle, did. What? I don't remember what it was. He did what? Yeah, ex- exactly, Jen, right? That was my reaction. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, are you are you taking a page from our son's book right now? He's like, yeah. He's like, I taught him everything he knows. And I was like, no, you've ruined the moment. Because like, I know that's not true. I was like, our son is so sweet, and he always compliments me every day. He heard me singing the other day. <laughs> he heard me singing, and he goes, Mommy, I love your singing voice. And I said, thank you, baby. That's very sweet. He's like, even though when, when you do it, it's, sometimes it doesn't sound good, but you try so hard, and I really like that. I said, thank you for that shit sandwich, monkey. Like, that was great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so. 
Oh, those turds. Yeah, for real. They're the best, you know, tiny. They're like tiny drunk humans. They will tell you the truth. Yeah. No matter what. Sometimes you don't need to hear that truth, but you appreciate mm-hmm. it later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. It's really great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was great. Thank you, Veronica, for all your TDY information today. And thank you for that amazing story you told us. Yes. Sorry for the murder. <laughs> sorry for the murder, which is what he should have done. Yeah, for real. Be sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was great. That was great. I really hope that our listeners like this new episode and uh, maybe get some suggestions from them, some stories if they have anything that they can give us, and we'll do the research, gladly cover it on the podcast. Um reach out to us at dependusplaining at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We're here for you. Yes. Yes, definitely. If you have heard of any crimes that have been committed um, on base in where you are, if you've been to a base before and you know of one, just hit us up and let us know what it is and we will do all the work and we'll make sure if you would like to also be known on the podcast that you are the one who suggested it we'll definitely put that out there as well we yeah would love or anonymous, it anonymous yeah whatever you want we can whatever you it. want just tell us yeah. we're genie we will do we what can. you command <laughs> yeah we can grant you any wishes you can just, just about say. yeah no <laughs> but definitely reach out to us uh find us on the milso muster app you can download it on all your devices that's right, Jen. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, my child came in. And mouth, can I have a snack? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I told her yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Jen. I miss you. I miss having you in person. Do you but soon you we will soon we will be closer. Close-ish. Yeah. yeah. But thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thanks for hanging through my ups and downs and what not with this technology stuff it's understandable i mean it's it, you're having a it's it's an off time right now it's an off time for everybody and especially you who had just pcs to your new duty station so it's understandable i'm sure our listeners understand as well yeah i hope we are still entertaining you even if it's sound is kind of weird um once again if you want to reach out dependesplaining at gmail.com Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and don't forget to rate and subscribe. Yes. Yes, we're here for you, for your information, to put out information, um, because wherever you go, there, there you, you are. are. There we are. There Always. everyone is. Yeah. There's there your COVID. You. There's your COVID, <laughs> like an unwanted mole yes. on your face. Oh. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys later. Goodbye.